Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. And this is Devin Leary. And that loud ass bird outside your window. Can you hear that bird? Yeah, that bird wants a podcast, obviously. It's like, oh my God, can you hear me? I've actually dated that bird and he already has a podcast. Oh, that's so cool. Devin, give us your health status. I'm a woman under the influence. (laughs) And that influence is COVID-19. Yeah. Now, she has lived through 2.5 years Mm -hmm. of this pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm. Never gotten, or at least never known that I've gotten the Rhone. I I don't want to say I'm psychic, but I got a sore throat and I just knew. <laughs> I was at work. I said, I got to get out of here as soon as I can because I think I feel something. And like, there's that thing where it's like, oh, well, like it could be allergies. It could be this. And I just knew. So I went home from work and I took a test and it was still negative. That night, horrible body aches. Next day, horrible body aches. But by the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This is like, I feel really sick. This is like definitely the sickest I've ever been. But you know what? It's livable because I have the vaccine. Like I can get through this and I'm glad to just get this over with. Then the next day, the dread sets in. I'm like Googling the different type of plastic surgeries I should get. I'm watching people's TikToks of all the plastic surgery they've gotten. I'm like, wait, what? Like in, I can't believe I was walking around the world just a week ago, confident that anything good could happen to me. And here I am now with a head full of infection and there's no hope. I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to, I started getting resentful at my parents because they're married. Like I was like, wow, fuck Those you. Stupid idiots. Fuck you. You think as you if just... they deserve that. 
everything worked out for you now, didn't it? Now you got a house, you got dogs, you got a marriage, you got everything really worked out fine and dandy for you now, didn't it? They're so well, in your what face about, about it too. Little old me. I know they're like texting about like, oh, like mom's birthday's coming up, dad's birthday's coming. I'm like, really? I'm struggling. What about your daughter who's struggling? And then I did ask my mom if I can borrow money for plastic surgery. Sure. What'd she say? She said, listen, just get some rest. She, <laughs> no, she actually she was she actually was like, I feel really bad, but like I'm rewatching season one of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and it's really good. Like, do you mind if I go? And I was like, What? But I will say that my mom did do the sweetest thing. This is literally could make me cry thinking about it. So one of the nights that I've had this COVID, I also have OCD and um, I worked myself into like a panic attack. Carolina's meanwhile calling me. To, I knew she was calling to talk about Southern Charm. And I'm like, I literally can't speak right now. I'm in such a bad panic. So I was having a panic attack that like my airways were going to get blocked and I wasn't going to be able to breathe. And I was alone in my apartment. And so my mom stayed on the phone with me until I fell asleep. Like, so, so oh I just was God. like, will you please just stay on the phone so I can hear Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like through the phone that she's watching. I and I fell asleep to that. And that was really cute. Also, we tried first like to get my mind off it. We tried to play words with friends with each other. And... <laughs> I was like, she was getting so competitive. And I was like, mom, I literally am like not trying at all. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a panic attack with COVID. I'm just trying to get my mind off. It. And she's like, well, is that a word? And I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to compete with you right now. Like, it's fine. <laughs> and she's like, well, now, now if we're playing, let's play. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing well. So anyway, that was that. Here I am. And well, I will say that, oh, please. Try to interrupt me again, your sick friend. Um. <laughs> I love that Devin's talking about COVID as if nobody knows what COVID symptoms are. She's Please. like, okay, then I'm getting a cough. Then body Please. Chill. No, no, no. I don't know if you guys know, but this is a disease of the, <laughs> the mind, body, the mind, body. <laughs> it affects you everywhere. No, no, no. But wait, let me just say the second time I had the flu, there was a feeling in me that was gratitude. And the reason for the feeling of gratitude was because I knew I could finish an entire season of Love Island because mm. I had nothing else to do. So that's been my similar experience this time. I've been like, okay, listen, it's hell. I feel the worst I've ever felt. That being said, there's a lot of channels open right now waiting for me to hit that little triangle that we call play. I love that you, that is actually something Devin refers to multiple times is a little triangle that we call play. Well, bad news, Devin has COVID. Good news is that we had the wedding of the century, the century, I said, and it just, it just flew under our noses. I did say at one point that I wanted a royal wedding for this couple. I said that about a year ago. I said that I wanted, you know, I, I really wanted all the stops to be pulled out. I didn't get that. But what I got was something much more romantic, which was Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck and Ben Affleck getting married last night. No, maybe like a couple of nights ago in a Vegas wedding chapel a little after midnight. She's wearing a dress from a movie. He's wearing a suit from his closet. The pictures are adorable and it's everything I needed. 
She writes this essay all about how love is patient because they finally came back together almost 20 years later and how it's worth waiting for, which I found very moving. I was surprising myself reading this essay about how incredible I found it. Um, Devin, when we spoke about it yesterday, was like, we, she looked like a princess. Like, literally, she looked like a princess. Wait, when you say a dress from a movie, is it actually from a movie? That's what she said, that she it was a dress from an old movie. Oh, like that she was in or that she that just she got? That she was in. Oh. I tried to read the stuff on the website, but it was like, I tried to join. I like entered my email address and then nothing happened. I was like, <laughs> she's like, welcome to like, thank you for joining me. I was like, I'm, what, what am I getting out of this? I just see she's using like the six train logo still. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, of course, I'll do anything for JLo, stand for JLo in every way. But like, it's been a long time since the Bronx. It's been a long time. Like, I'm sorry, but are you really, really still able to claim? I know she did that whole six train thing when she when she got the VMAs like icon award or whatever. And it was like, OK, if you're if you're going back to that era and you're going to do Jenny, but, but just in general to have like the six train still a part of your brand. I don't know about that, but. There's a video clip of her going to the Bronx to see her old house and being like, I used to live here. And the woman who lives in it is like, who are you? (laughs) That's so funny. I know it's it's really something else. I did start reading about J-Lo last night because, well, because obviously, and I found myself on an article from an earlier era of our podcast where it's. Leah Ramini talking about how JLo like said no to Scientology, even though her dad's a Scientologist. And it was basically like Leah Ramini being like, she's just a badass and was like, uh, no, thank you. Like Tom Cruise tried so hard to like commit her at his wedding. They were like trying to. Uh... And she was like, I'm good. I'm good. No, sweetie. I'm not joining your cult. I want you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. 
And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Know what's so funny? Speaking of reading before bed, speaking of cults, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you go on the, you know, Safari browser on your phone and you see what you've been, you were looking at before bed. Yeah. So I opened up my phone this morning and it's like the Seagram's heiress is going to spend seven years in prison from Nixium. Is that what it's called? Why the fuck can you never say it? it's Nixium? People have bigger flaws in the world. I can't pronounce things sometimes. I forget no, no, how. No. I, I know. But no, like, no, no, <laughs> no. This is the thing, though. It's just like interesting for you as a character. I'm just like certain things. I'm like, wait, is it a dialectic thing? Like, is it because you grew up in Malibu? Like, I don't <laughs> like that's because English is my second language because I grew up in Malibu. I oh, okay. um I don't know why the, the spelling trips me up, but um I end up on India Oxenberg's Instagram last night. Then I end up looking up where Allison Mack is at the moment. She is serving like a three-year prison sentence. Then I look up where Kiefer Nair is. He's serving like a 200-year prison sentence. Then I look up where the Seagram's heiress is. She's serving a seven-year sentence. I don't know why this is soothing me. I don't know why. I think prisons are terrible places. But I just look at it. Whatever happened to season two? Remember they were like, oh my God, wait till season two with Nancy. Like, I I actually do want to see that, even though I think it's fucked up. But where is it? I hate that guy so much. No, I hate him too. But it's like, they should at least show us what they were going to show us. Even though we pan them. (laughs) We're like, really? They have the gall to do season two? Now, where is it? Okay. Mark Vicente. Oh, some of my COVID... Google searches include smoothies near me. What is spirulina? <laughs> is, oh, that's really good. For is you. spirulina good for you? Maximum vitamin D per day. How to check pulse. Um, this is interesting. Autobiographical movies. Mm. Okay. Mine is so on brand right now. It's Catherine Dennis, Catherine Dennis, Catherine Dennis. Chow Chow Pit Mix. Husky Schnauzer mix, dance cardio, Page and Craig, Page and Craig, Page and Craig. I want to use this as a jumping off point to talk about Southern Charm. Okay. Now, you know, I have a regret from college, which is that I I gave someone their first line of cocaine at school. And I remember telling her, I was like, please don't get addicted to this because I'll feel really guilty as if I'm like, that'll do it. I'll just convince you not to get addicted. Please do not enjoy this. Did she ask for it or did you like force it? <laughs> it was a 10 year old and I forced her to take a line with me. No, oh. we were like friends and she like wanted to try it. And I was like, oh, okay. so that's not your fault. I don't blame the girl that did that to me. Okay, well, I, I thank her. In fact, <laughs> I thank her. So that's the what I feel like Devin did to me with Southern Charm, where she was like, oh, this is really fun stuff. And I was like, OK, cool. I have never yes, seen I've... anything like this. I've never <laughs> seen anything like this. Yes, I'm comparing Devin showing me Southern Charm to me giving a girl her first line of cocaine. No, it was. I didn't even know what I was doing. I thought, like, I guess because all of Carolina's binging 
of Bravo has been separate for me because we haven't been living in the same place. Like, I just didn't know it would be like this. I've tried to watch Bravo shows. Well, once, once I was dating someone who was like, I want to be a part of this thing. That's obviously so important to you. You spend all your time doing it. And I was like, okay, you would probably like watching Southern Charm. Like, let's watch it together. And then first, it was like the first episode of season five or something. And he's like, okay, so now who's Craig? And I was like, I don't have time. I don't have time. So that was my only experience. So I put on season one, episode one, and I'm I'm already trying to be like, well, you know, and it gets better. Don't, but she is in within seconds. And she's like, um, can you skip rehab cap? Can you skip recap? Cause like when it starts to play the next episode, I become a child. It literally, it, Devin's like, recap. literally Devin's on her phone. It's like 8 PM at night. And I'm like, press, skip recap, press, skip recap. Can Devin. you skip recap? Can you skip recap? Skip recap. Next episode. Can you skip recap? And I'm like, what? And then throughout the day, she's like, so you think we can watch Southern charm tonight? I'm like, yeah, of course. And then later. So do you think like when we get home, we can watch Southern? I'm like, first of all, like, I'm not the only one who has Southern Charm. You can access it on your own. But yeah, we can watch it. It's just, it's very much like for a while I was watching the first season of the OC again. And um, I would stay up till 5 a.m. doing that. And as the episode was about to end, as I saw the episode was going to end, I was full of fear and panic that we weren't going to watch the next yeah. one. And that's how I feel with Southern Charm. And it's one of those feelings where I can only compare it to the fact that I can't drink alcohol normally. I can only compare it to the fact that with food, when I was a kid, it was like, there's no universe where I don't have another one. And that's how I feel watching Southern Charm. I'm like, there's no universe where I don't watch what happens next. They're about to go to a trip to the mountains. I, I'm not going to miss a confrontation in the mountains. Like I, there's an, I, what am I going to do? I'm, and that's how I feel like I can't just go about my day pretending that um, Catherine's not about to give birth to her second baby. I can't, you know, just go on with my day knowing that Thomas Ravenel just got accused of assault by Catherine's friend. And she just spent the night on the beach with Craig and he asks her to come home and she won't. I just I can't. I can't. I'm now remembering at one point <laughs> when um, it was like starting to show scenes from next week and Carolina looks over at me and goes definitely gonna want to see that one like as if testing that I was gonna be like do you want to go to bed and I was like oh yeah sure we can watch the next one <laughs> and it's also funny because normally I'm the one who's like okay let's stay up all night and Carolina's like I'm so tired the jet lag and I'm like wait the jet lag's supposed to be working in reverse like what and she'll be like no no the jet I'm so sleepy bye but um this time she was literally trying to stay up all night and I was living for it. It's literally, it's so funny. The anxiety about the other person, like I, I was literally checking the clock, like, okay, we have two episodes here because Devin has to go to bed. She has to wake up early for work. So I can at least get two episodes of Southern Charm in. Now I want to make a disclaimer. This show is full of horrific people. There are like all of these awful, rich, white people from Charleston, South Carolina. And then we have a gem. Then we have Catherine Dennis, who is yep. a wild card. She has a personality disorder. I say that without judgment or stigma. She just does. And she has clearly addiction issues. And I say again, no stigma because it takes one to no one. And one of the big red flags is how fucked up her phone screen is, which I took a screenshot of and sent to Devin. She looks like she's thrown it against the wall or it's been on the floor at a party and someone stepped on it. 
And she also just has some erratic behavior. But at the same time, she is the only person in this stuffy society who sort of says what's what. And I do think she has a good heart. And that's what she says to Whitney, who I think is a very bad capital B person. And his mother, Patricia, who I think is a white supremacist. Yeah. uh, She's definitely better than both of them. And she says to them, like, you think you guys are so high and mighty, but I have a good heart. And so I'll be above you every day. Okay. So this is the thing about Catherine. She reminds me so much of myself (laughs) when I was drinking. And there's so many photos, like the funniest thing about photos of me when I was drinking is that everything that I'm wearing, my makeup, everything will look so chaotically bad, but I will distinctly remember that night and thinking like, I look fucking amazing right now. And like, that's what is always happening with Catherine is like, clearly there's like a physical disconnect going on. And I think it comes from smudging something all together for the purpose of like I just need to like get out and drink so like whatever I'm just gonna like throw it all on and then like because there's so much mess it's like putting layers and layers on to try to like mask it so it's like there's like layers of self-tanner and like layers of makeup that doesn't really match and layers of extensions that aren't instead of focusing on on maybe like one thing like maybe just like simply brush the hair She focuses on everything, but not enough on one specific thing. And it's always like, it's just She looks like she's blush that like a 18th century doll has. Like, you know, those dolls that would have like bright pink cheeks. Yes. Well, that's the other thing too. As a person with a fair redheaded complexion, when Catherine wears no makeup, she looks stunningly beautiful. And- I now think I know how to do like makeup that looks like no makeup, which is probably what looks best on me. Although I still like to wear a lot of like eye makeup sometimes, but she still tries. First of all, we cannot do fake tan. I I have tried up until probably the last time I did a fake tan was probably 2018. And again, I was like, this just doesn't work. No matter what it will streak, no matter what it will look like, it doesn't match. Like it just, we can't do it. But she keeps trying. I've been wanting to. My 1000% you can. Wait, your therapist said to? Yeah, she said it would help with my body confidence. Oh, well, yeah, you can because you have blonde hair. Like, I feel like you'll look like sun kissed from the beach. When you have red hair, it just looks like orange with orange and it looks really bad. It's just not right. But she, anyway, she has that going on. And then, like, she's like, I relate to her also, like, only being attracted to like really bright, shiny clothing items and then throwing them all together. It's like, no, really, you have to only have one pop of something <laughs> like why? I just love that she is a storm like she arrives late to things. My favorite is when Thomas loses his election in like a landslide. He spends like a million dollars on his election. And as he's making a concession speech at a party t- attended by like literally 20 people, she just walks by the stage, just completely. She's like, oh, hey, excuse me. And oh I was like, God. this is like a shark. I love it. Not a single Bravo character or reality show character in history has had an arc like Catherine because Never. she started as not even a side character. She started as someone in the background at a party and she became the main character. There is no show without her. Every season she's still on. She's the drama. Every season. We no one would be watching. What would we be watching without her? 
Craig and Paige dating. Like, I see that on Summer House. I don't need to see that again. I have an overwhelming crush on Shep at the moment, at the moment. It, she's in season three, guys. So just know that. <laughs> know it's that. Because you see these guys in their like 20s. I mean, Shep is like 35 when we meet him. But they honestly remind me of high school. Like, that's like the crush feeling I have is like these tall, fratty guys who are, I mean, I don't think Craig's that funny, but I think Shep is like charming somewhat, even though they can both say incredibly offensive things about women, um, especially in these early seasons. At one point, Craig is talking about why he wasn't attracted to Catherine after she hooked up with Shep. And he was like, oh, because I wanted a trophy. And it was like, then Shep got the trophy. So it wasn't going to be a trophy anymore. And you see Craig's girlfriend listening to him say that. And it looks like her boyfriend just told her that he like voted for Reagan. She's like, what? He definitely would have if he had the chance. Catherine is honestly the more sympathetic character on it because she's so real. But most of the people, Thomas Ravenel, I, I say this sincerely, has demonic vibes. Demonic, but also deeply, deeply unintelligent. Like <laughs> it's beyond. Remember that dance move that he was doing? No. Carolina doing an impression of this dance move is like, I don't know how we can get it to the listeners, but it's one of the best things I've ever seen. She pointed out, which I didn't realize he does it. He like tries it once and like someone laughs and then he keeps trying this same dance move over and over again. It's him snapping his hand over his shoulder and then doing like a cowboy kick behind him. It, and it's really slow. Like it's like all in slow motion. <laughs> really, it is very Everything slow. Everything he does is, is in slow. He speaks in slow motion. And like, he's just a fucking dunce. Like he is a dunce. And, and you know, what's so interesting though, is that the stupidity, um, clouds at first, the idea of how creepy and what a predator he is. Yes. Cause you're like, oh, you're a fucking clown. You're embarrassing. And then knowing in the future that he was going to be arrested for assault. Then when I was watching season three, he's hitting on a girl in a bar and she goes, do you want to get cut? Cause he basically asked to like touch her to like hook up with her. And then she does what I think is a beautiful move. She goes, why don't you buy me a drink to like get him away from her? And then she goes up to Shep and Shep is like, hey, I like your tattoos. And you're like, OK. And you, suddenly, suddenly Shep you're like, I wish I was three her. words to me to get me in bed. Shep, Shep at that age could say like, hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? And I'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> What's your address? That's one of my favorite parts of Catherine is that when Shep's like, do you want to come to my house after this? She's sipping a drink, not drunk at all. And she's like, yep. Yeah, I sure do. I'm not going to like play cat and mouse here. Yeah, I do want to go to your house after this. She is very straightforward and we love this. Okay, so Caroline and I watched season one together and then she leaves and I'm like, whatever, had a lot of time on my hands, I guess. So I'm like already through season two of Southern Charm rewatching. And I'm just like dying for Carolina to get to this point. And I couldn't even wait anymore. So I had to record it. The iconic <laughs> moment where Catherine Dennis, Sig and Lighter in hand, goes out to the porch. Craig tells her that Whitney had been like talking shit about her taking advantage of Thomas. And she gets in his face. She gets in his face and she says, why don't you need to go get lessons from your mother? You guys, this is not even an exaggeration. Like, it was bigger than this. She's literally snapping in his face. It's almost offensive. <laughs> She's, like, lunging in and out, saying things, yes. like, in his face, like, you, you nasty motherfucker. You come to my house. 
when I'm nine months pregnant and go to strip club, you nasty motherfucker. You piece of scum. And I'm like, after hearing that piece of info, I'm like, I'm all, I'm for you. I'm a hundred percent. I have your back. I have your back. And he goes, instead of a heart, you have a black space with a dollar sign, which I'm like, Whitney, you're a terrible person. He's and by a the terrible way, person. your whole life is just getting money from your that's mom. You like, that's all you do. But wait, do the impression of <laughs> I get money from Thomas. No, that's the best part. She goes, oh, money. You think I'm with Thomas for money? She like rubs her fingers together in front of his face. She's like, oh, because I'm for money. Thomas doesn't give me shit. <laughs> and then she goes, people think I'm a gold digger. My These pants are from fucking Target. Which is true. She is not here to like impress. And I think that's why she freaks out all of these people. Like, the Cameron Eubanks is initially someone I think is very charming. I think she has kind of a, like, in terms of being likable, in terms of knowing how to be likable on camera, she has like a Paige vibe or even a Bethany vibe. She's not as funny as totally, Bethany, but she knows she's quick. She's super personable. She is so thrown off by Catherine and you realize they are on two different shows to each other. Like Cameron is on what she thought was like Southern charm, like literally a show about like being from the South and like, little situations her storyline little is situations like, i need to learn how to cook storyline is like who is my baby's daddy you know Catherine's like storyline is getting wasted and then going to buy a pregnancy test yes. and then sleep okay this is literally one night storyline getting wasted with thomas going outside like they're about to make out instead he's like you need to take a pregnancy test they get in the car they, the guy drives them to the pharmacy she asks the driver like do you ever go on stops to the pharmacy like this? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, uh, really? Then they take the pregnancy test inside. They take the pregnancy test. There's a reader error. And she's like, oops. And then he's like, come downstairs for another drink. And she's like, okay. Next morning in the same dress she wakes up in after a one night stand with Thomas goes to her grandmother's house. <laughs> the best. In Carolina's terms. I could feel that. You know, like when you, yes. I, can, I can feel the alcohol leaving my system. I can feel like the hot sun on like my not washed yes. face. Like on, on could, your gown in broad daylight. <laughs> on your gown in broad daylight. I feel like on an errand where you're like, okay, I'm thirsty. Like I'm dehydrated, but I'm on a, on a mission. And she, you can't even, I can't even imitate like how well put together. She's like, hey, grandma. Like, there's no part of her and that's like... And she's literally like, la like she's like, <laughs> you know me. Oh, man, grandma. Like, you're right. Because the grandma's like, listen, if you, like, are going to have a baby, that's great. Like, you need to get married and have a baby. And she's like, grandma, you know me best. Like, love you. And I'm like, what is happening? That's one storyline. She goes to see a doctor <laughs> with Thomas to get tested. Same day. Again, same day. The best part about this is after taking a false pregnancy test, which says, listen, I'm saying this with love to Catherine. I think we all know that she ran the test under the sink. I mean, Devin, <laughs> use, we, we can't use our hearts on this one. I don't know. It's not my heart. It's science. That's what makes those tests is science. I know. Exactly. And they usually work. So then mm. she goes to Thomas. She's like, I just need some like space from this right now. I'm like, no human woman when talking about a pregnant, like whether or not they're pregnant is like, I just can't think about this right now. Yeah. Anyone I know would be like, I need to find out right now so I can like figure out my life. I know. So she goes to a doctor. She's literally in a paper gown talking to Thomas and he has like his head in his hands and she's like so calm. And she's like, well, um, if I'm not pregnant, I still have feelings for you. And I'm like, are we talking about this right now? Are we, are we talking about the future? And of he's like, I don't know. 
And she's like, what's there not to know? Like, I don't like, yeah. I just cannot even. And then they go out for a date afterwards. Like they straight up are like, okay, let's like, this was a good way to meet. Like, let's go out and for he's dinner. Like, now that, now that that's out of the way, um, I do still, still want to explore things with Catherine. I'm like, wait, what? it's incredible. It's incredible. And he's like, I actually think that there is something like old soul about you. And she's like, yep, there certainly is. And he keeps on saying, I like how she handled the situation. Like, I thought it was really mature how she handled the situation. It's like, sir, if you thought it was mature how either of you handled the situation by getting blackout drunk and like humping each other in front of a restaurant before getting a pregnancy test. And let's be honest, there were probably some cigs involved. There's always oh, like, yeah, the, I love these Bravo oh, shows. That makes me want a cigarette. When they think they're getting something over on me, I'm like, I know that there's a cig just out of frame. I can see the clouds of smoke like you don't need to hide that yeah so then the the greatest cliffhanger in bravo history is the end of season one of southern charm and it's like cuts from thomas and sobbing sobbing breaking up and him being like i'm too old for you and she goes why why no, he goes we can't we can't do this we can't be together why not why <laughs> tell me why i'm it's, too old i'm an old man and then they go outside, he's sobbing, and she gets in her car, and then it's a title card. Baby, what does it say? Nine months later. What do you yep. think happened nine months later? Wah! Crying <laughs> baby, baby born. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. So this was the information I was looking for last night, and it was a talk about having control issues. I was like, I need to make sure these children are okay. I know. And that is like why we watch Southern Charm is for Catherine Dennis. 
why I need to take a break from Southern Charm is because of Catherine Dennis. Because I care about her and watching her go from this actual 21 year old, possibly 18 year old to looking like she's gotten her nose done, her boobs done, her ass done, her tits done, so much Botox, her lips done, obviously, and her beautiful red hair bleached blonde. And it's she looks like an influencer which is totally fine. Do whatever you want to your body. But when it's coupled with alcoholism, coupled with personality disorder, there's just like, it it hurts. It hurts because she's so, she was so like charming and lovable. And it seems like she has a little bit of an Erica Jane factor now, which is the idea. Like she posted a picture of herself and she was like, icon status. Like you guys love me because I'm an icon like season premieres tonight. And I'm like, okay, you are concerning me. It is to quote, to quote friend of the pod, Chelsea Connors, what she said about Erica Jane, Erica, quote, flies too close to the sun. And that's yeah. really what Catherine kind of tends to do is like, OK, you all need me here. I am the drama like in the new season, season premiere, like she literally starts a fight over nothing. And then her and her boyfriend break up over it like nothing's wrong. It's her 30th birthday. The only thing that's wrong is that she has like splotches of self tanner on her face and like looks not well but everything's going great and then suddenly to her boyfriend she's just like what okay what and then they so end I up do identify with that i do too but they end up in a fight and then um they break up and that's sad i just hope for her therapy because i do think that she actually is so smart and capable of so much honesty and like i love that she cuts to the chase and this is what i i'll say bravo has helped me with is you know, I, I've struggled for my whole life to like stick up for myself in situations. And I remember telling someone about this guy who had fucked me over and how much I had struggled to like stand up for myself with that as crazy as that was. And I was watching this Bravo shows where women were just tearing each other apart at dinner and just saying what's what. And I was like, I need some of that energy. I, I need know. some of like calling someone on their shit in the moment. And, you know, Catherine certainly has that, for instance, when she's talking to Whitney about the raise the roof ad that he made with Thomas Ravenel, which is there. I lack the words. And um, she says, my daughter, if she grows up, she will be embarrassed to see her father behaving that way. And he goes and Whitney, you know, evil spawn goes, you don't think she'd be embarrassed now. And Catherine looks at him like eyes of daggers, like the, the eyes that the characters on the boys have, the superheroes where they yeah. can like melt the sun. She goes like, of what? No, finish your sentence. Finish your sentence. And it terrifies these men. Like people being direct with them terrifies yeah. them. And I think that is the beauty of the Southern Charm show. It's everyone caring about decorum. And then this person, not at all, not giving a shit. But this is the thing, Carolina, is that you have to keep watching because I know. I know. I know that things are bleak for Catherine again right now, but she does have this comeuppance that's beautiful. And when you see that, you will have hope that she can get to that place again. So you just have to keep watching because when she did go to rehab and came out, she was in such a good place and she really proved to be the hero we all need. And I know she will be that again, but right now she has a lot to learn. It's been, it's, been a conversation that she has a lot to learn about like racism and her family's connection to that but i believe in her and i really hope that you 
keep watching at least through season five and then you can cut to right now because last season is like i don't know well actually last season was good because then you have the madison drama you haven't even gotten to madison yet i know i haven't gotten to madison aka a rod's mistress aka the most manipulative person on television because literally one scene i'm like wow this bitch is so evil like i would never trust her and the next scene i'm like she's my best friend and if her son hudson needs anything i will be there she's scary hot she is like ruins your life hot unfortunately like when she makes that smile like that that smile is is it's a (laughs) it's a dagger to the soul i identify with something that you said about love island you were talking about why you couldn't watch a season of love island and you said i need to connect with my loved ones i need to be there for my friends i need to be there for my community and that's how i feel with southern charm at the moment i was like i have goals this year like i have projects that are, are i need to finish in a timely manner i have been watching i watched 48 hours of southern charm virtually in the past you know week and that's a lot and i need i need to take a step back you know i need to get sober basically yeah well i am in the opposite position of you because i still can't leave my house and now i've actually actively run out of reality content i'm gonna have to go back and start re-watching some more stuff because i caught up on love island caught up on real housewives ultimate girls trip caught up on f boy island watched the new bachelorette um <laughs> caught up on what was the other one Oh, Real Housewives Beverly Hills. I love what you said about the new Bachelorette, how the host is like, these two girls are going to be dating these guys. We have no idea what's going to happen. Okay, so this is the craziest thing. So the new Bachelorette, I was was kind of like hesitant to watch, but I felt like for the fans of the pod who may be watching, I owe it to them. And also I had COVID. I had nothing else to do. So the way they intro this new season is as if they're like, okay, guys, one of the people here is a serial killer. Like they're acting like it's the craziest, most dangerous thing that's ever happened for a show that's built on one person dating 25 people to now become a show built on two people dating 25 people. Like they're also like showing the men finding out like the, the contestants are like, they're going to be two. And they're like, Oh my God, two bad. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Two bachelorettes. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, this is crazy. Like, what are we going to do? And it's like, uh, is everyone okay? Also, I do agree with, uh, I posted something on my Instagram about the guy, the new host who looks, I know it's been said before. He looks so much like the, the bachelor from these girls season Clayton. He looks exactly like him. So I keep thinking like, I'm like, wait, did he like break their heart? I guess on the last season of The Bachelor, which I didn't watch, Clayton told both of these girls that he loved them. And then he like dumped both of them. And so there's a lot of talk of that too. So then I'm like, wait, is this the host that broke both their hearts? But it's not. He's just like a random boring contestant that replaced whatever his name was. So there's that element that they're acting like this is insane. But people did comment on my Instagram story about it and say like, it is sort of fucked up because the network is like just trying to pit women against each other again, right. which is what the whole franchise is. I guess my stance on that is kind of like, for me, when I buy in, I buy in. <laughs> you know, it's like when you watch a TV show and it's like sometimes people will be like, oh my God, like what? Game of Thrones? Like really? 
dragons. And it's like, okay, if you watch Game of Thrones, like just you accept that there this right. is a world where anything can happen. When you buy into The Bachelor, you're buying into misogyny for your own entertainment. Like that's just what it is. And so right. that's just part of it. I, I really feel that way about these shows. It's like, sorry. You know what? It's also kind of like how people say on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, they were saying, don't hit Brandy if you don't want to get hit back with like a low blow. Like she does low blows. Like it's like, this is how it is. You watch The Bachelor, it's misogynist. It's going to be pitting women against each other. That's how it is. Okay, cool. So I will say I am being introduced to these girls for the first time. The one, the brunette girl could not be more obsessed. She sounds like she's drunk all the time. She probably is. She's like, wait, what? Like everything the guys did because they all come out with like the, like doing a little show out of the limousine. Everything they did, she was like, <laughs> wait, what? I'm sorry, what? And I was like, okay, that's me. So then they go into their one-on-ones or whatever in the mansion. They're both just like, why won't these guys kiss me? Like they're trying to get these guys to kiss them. And the guys are like Been missing there. every opportunity. Been couldn't, there. couldn't relate more. And they're like, why don't these guys just like kiss me? One of the guys said, like, I've actually been really intentional for the past year and a half. Oh, like, fuck off. And I, so I've been working on myself. And so I've chosen to abstain from sex for a year and a half. And the brunette one goes, that makes one of us. <laughs> I was like, okay, I love you. Um, and then finally, like they, the one guy who kisses them, they both give the first impression rose to. They're like, finally, okay, first impression Thank rose. Thank you. So I'm really into that energy. Um, and I'm feeling strongly about it. I'll probably keep watching just because I'm into it. Yeah, but I feel like the girls too are like, it's fine. Like the the host guy's like, so like, how's it going to be? It's two. And they're like, okay, yeah, like we're friends. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's okay. So yeah, that is my feelings on that. We need to watch more of the season. When I say we, I mean I, because that actually sounds very exciting. And even though I think the franchise is suffering, I, um, I'm interested. Wait, why do you think it's suffering? Because no one is ending up together. They literally paid the last couple, the last bachelor couple, which was Michelle Young, and I'm forgetting her chosen fiancés. They gave them $200,000 for a down payment on a house. Like, they can no longer be like, this works in any way. It just doesn't work. The really hot black guy ended up with his girlfriend who dressed, um, who was in that like, oh, Matt James, Civil War. Matt James and is still with his like girlfriend he like chose. Yeah. Even though she was in like, uh, uh, Antebellum. Yeah. Yeah. But I still, I'm there for the ride and I have been watching F4 Island, which is amazing. But we will definitely come back in our next episodes with more of, um, these dating shows and and I will eventually reward myself with more Southern charm. So we will have more to say about that. All right. Can I just give some fleeting thoughts on this season of love Island? Cause I know you're not going to be able to watch that. I mean, yes, please. There's already been like 75 hours. So I don't see how you would catch up this season of love Island. I will say has been fairly lackluster with drama. I know the drama is just about to start. Cause we just got to Casa Amor. Ekin Sue and Davide have been the only drama and like that's barely anything. So even though Ekin Sue really grinds my gears, I'm happy that we have her. I will say I'm rooting for Gemma and Luca and I have learned a lesson from them, which is 
being mean to men makes them more attracted to you. Gemma has come, I don't know where she gets this confidence at 19 years old or however old she is, but she literally came in the house acting like, okay, fuck all of you. If you even think I'll like give you the time of day to speak to me. And then Luca becomes obsessed with her and he's like, everything he says to her, she's like, maybe, I don't know. Like, he's like, do you think I could come watch you horseback ride one day? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. And he couldn't be more in love with her. And then the girls who are like immediately ready to be like, oh my God, like you're into me. I'm into you too. Yay. Like, okay. I have a crush on you. Yay. Like, which is AKA me in the real world. They get mugged off left and right. So I'm learning that I have to learn how to be meaner to men. And I don't think it'll be that hard because as we've discussed, (laughs) there's a lot of material. I know. Um, so those are my thoughts on that. And we'll we'll just hope that more drama. Oh, I'm rooting for India and Dami, obviously. I think they're really cute. I really don't trust these new girls that come in. It's also interesting, too, on Love Island, like always in Casa Moore, when the new girls come in, they're always most attracted to the guy that's most in love with a girl because I think it's so rare to see a man that's like capable of like committing to someone that they're like, wait, I want to be with him. Like he's right, willing right. to be a boyfriend. But then it's kind of like, fuck you to them for like trying to go after someone else's man. But it's Love Island. It's not Friend Island. Okay. Yeah. All's fair in love and war, which I don't believe. But um, but that's what people say. Wow. She really just said that she promotes torture and war crimes. <laughs> and yet I'm the bad guy for, <laughs> for saying that I was loosening up on my COVID protocols. Okay. Devin, we wish you health. We wish you happiness. We wish you health. I'm actually just about to hop on with my psychiatrist to get more happiness and help for myself. Okay. Congratulations. Love Love you, Carol. Oh! Right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.